You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. Good morning and welcome back to Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio's All About Real Estate Edition. I'm your host, Carol Morgan, and I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, Denim Marketing. If you're looking to crank up your marketing after taking a break for a year or two, we can help. Denim Marketing is the market leader in creating quality original content for social media, public relations, marketing campaigns, and blogging. Today, we're joined in studio by a repeat guest who always draws a crowd with his pulse on the market. So welcome back to the show, Eugene James. He's the Vice President and Construction Lender at Quantum National Bank. Welcome, Eugene. Thank you, Carol. Good to be here. It's nice to have you here. It's been a skinny minute. So, you know, take oh a few God, minutes or, t- you know, give us, give us the quick overview of, you know, uh, who you are, what you're doing, you know, how you got to be at Quantum. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Well, you know what? I'm an old head. I've been around in the real estate industry for 36 years now. Wow. Uh, I, I know. It's crazy. I can't even believe I'm admitting that. But yeah, I'd, 20 years as a senior real estate appraiser. I've been a real estate consultant. I've worked for, for, for builders. I've been a builder advisor. I've been in real estate brokerage. Um, and, and now the best gig of all is I'm in banking. I, I literally get to give money away to people. How's that? That's pretty cool. So you can give me some if you'd like. <laughs> hey, as long as you want to, uh, you know, talk about building some houses, let, let's go. All right. That's pretty cool. So now, um, how long have you been at Quantum? Uh, not long, just a, just a couple of months. And before that, I was working as a land acquisition guy, buying land up for a large builder here in Atlanta. That's cool. So talk a little bit about Quantum for some of our listeners who might be, okay. you know, maybe unfamiliar with Quantum mm-hmm. National Bank. Sure. Uh, kind of give us that high level overview of the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. We're a locally owned and operated community bank. We're a smaller bank, but we've been around for 27 years. And we do pretty much everything that these those larger banks do, but uh, our our customer service is, is unsurpassed. Um, we, we treat our clients, you know, they're customers and we love them and respect them. We offer a lot of different custom services to small businesses and merchants, as well as the individuals. Uh, we've got branches in North Fulton, Gwinnett, and Buckhead. Oh, wow. But, but Carol, I, yeah, we're, we're around. But here's the thing that I really love is we're very unique um, because we offer free ATM withdrawals anywhere in the world with your Quantum Bank Visa card. So, no fees. You can use any ATM anywhere. I love no that. Who, yeah. Oh my God. Who knew? Who knew? So I love that feature, and it's excellent. Yeah, that is a great so, feature, isn't it? Come on down, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll teach and share uh, with everybody else in person how they could benefit them. Now, listen, we're also a, a you know, like I said, we lend money. We're a top SBA lender here in Georgia. We have a very strong commercial construction lending team. Um, And then I'm in the residential 
real estate construction division, and uh, we're a top 10 residential construction lender in the state. So we're a small bank and we do a lot of construction. It sounds like you um, do a lot. That's exciting. Well, it what it, it, it is. What's mm-hmm. your favorite part of the job? Wow. Uh, <laughs> definitely being able to help a lot of builders to succeed. I love working with builders and uh, giving them points, tips, and suggestions and advice, as well as giving them the funding they need so that they can build houses and new subdivisions. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and I'm sure that they really appreciate that and you know, like to have your insight and your 36 mm-hmm. years of experience. Um, uh, <laughs> talk a little bit about the market. And uh, we were talking a little bit before the show. It's been a crazy market for the last two or three uh, years. But what do you see? Uh, what opportunities are out there? Well, um, let, let's talk about the market big, big picture first. And, you know, it's not even news anymore that the inventory levels are extremely low. Um, you know, and, and that, that's true whether it's new construction or resale. It's, it's, there's just not enough houses really for sale to meet the demand that's out there for housing. So, you know, there's the opportunity is for uh, more builders to build more houses and try to meet some of this demand, even in this crazy upside down uh, economic environment we're in. Cause it's no, it's, it's no surprise and no, uh, you know, we, we got to face facts that, that uh, everything's going up, rates are going up, inflation's continuing to go up. We hope that we've reached uh, some kind of a peak for inflation. But uh, even with all this disarray taking place in the economy, the housing market's still strong, regardless of what the the national media chains keep trying to shove down our throats. Right. Yeah, you know, the market's good. We've been talking about that, you know. (laughs) With everybody this mm-hmm. week in the last few weeks, and there's just not enough inventory. Yeah. I mean, what are we sitting at? One point four months or something of supply. I mean, how do yeah, you? Yeah, something like that. Even it, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy low. That's right. Yeah. So even if even if demand drops by fifty percent, we still have more demand than we can supply. At least that's the way I look at it. Maybe I'm crazy. No, no, you're right on point. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I saw. Uh, the other day, and it, these national media outlets, they drive me crazy with the headlines that they put out there. I saw something the other day that said, uh, inventory levels soar, they're skyrocketing. And so that kind of freaked me out. So I slowed down to, to dig in and look at the data myself. And I saw a couple of things. One, everybody likes to look at days on market, right? Right. So I was like, oh, Okay, days on market did increase. <gasps> they went from 14 days on average to 16 days. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh. People forget. <laughs> well, exactly. But, 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 and what's normal? I mean, it hasn't been normal in so long. Is it 30 plus days usually for days right. on market? So we're at 16. It's still extremely low. Another yeah. headline I saw Carol the other day when, when they were talking about the, the soaring um, inventory levels. Um, I, I went, once again, I I dug into the data here locally and I did see the month's supply up by 50%. Now that's that's like, wow. Right. But it went from 
it went from a 1.2 month supply, like you were saying. Today, I think it's up to 1.8 month supply. So yeah, percent wise, woo, it's huge. But you know, let's let's tell our listeners what normal used to be. Right. Normal yeah. Oh yeah. Somewhere, somewhere between four to six months, and we're less than two months. Come on, it's still not enough houses out here. So, and, and I really don't think it's going to get that much better, even with these uh, extremely changing uh, mortgage rates. And I say changing because they, you know, last what a couple of weeks ago they were at five point two, went up to five point eight or six, and I think they're back down to the low fives right now. They're, right. they're probably going to continue to see some fluctuations. Uh, I would guess over the next couple. I of hope months. we see them fluctuate down a little bit. Quite honestly, the market's just crazy. It is. It is. And but you know, you know, we got to be realistic too. And, and, and a, a lot of the uh, experts, let's say, uh, tell tell me that you know rates are probably not going to go back down to that three percent rate that that we were experiencing for 10 years, right? 12 years, however many years it was. I, I think those days are gone. And, and Carol, come on. I, isn't it just true that we got extremely spoiled? You think? percent mortgage yeah. rate? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, so, they were historically low. And, you know, people aren't, you know, well, I think part there's lots of challenges, but I think part of it is people aren't used to having to get out there and sell, right? How about that? It was more more or less order takers, you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I know my, my my real estate agent broker friends are gonna be mad, but a lot of folks they weren't selling. Like you just said, they were, you know, they, they listed and it sells for 10, 20% above asking price. Right. Now no now those days I think are they're diminishing and they're slowly going away. So now if you talk to some agents, they'll tell you that uh, they're seeing more the, the asking price being offered instead of going 20% above asking price. So in a way, we're moving towards a more normal housing market, if anything. Right, right. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Well, does anything about today's market worry you? It's. Uh, How's that for a loaded question? I know that really was almost unfair, <laughs> but, but it's, it's some of the things that I've already touched on is the it's national media, the way they spin things, they make it sound like the housing market is um, it's crashing and the home prices are crashing. And then that's really causing uh, potential buyers to, to take a pause. They get nervous. Um, and so that, that concerns me a lot. The extremely high home prices, they do worry me um, because it's, you know it's really really impacted that first time home buyer more than anything. Yeah, uh, with, for with sure. The higher rates, There's, you know, I don't I don't even know what the new first time home buyer price is anymore. It's somewhere in you know I guess three to four hundred thousand. That sounds insane. It's yeah, it's crazy. And I'm seeing, you know, home prices that, you know, not even a year ago, last, mm-hmm. you know, fall or mm-hmm. this spring, mm-hmm. maybe they were priced in the 500s and now they're in the 700s. Right. I mean, I right, just, right, it's just right. crazy. It's like, how does that, how it's is crazy. that sustainable? 
Well, it's not. I mean, that's <laughs> one of the things that's going on. I mean, uh, I think home prices year over year went up 11 percent. And, and so the, and the, but the media tells you home prices are declining. No, there's a difference between home price and the price of appreciation. That's right. what's really been changing the most. So two years ago, Atlanta home prices were up about 25 percent, something mm-hmm. like that. And so, so yes, they slowed. They're only up 11 percent. But God, that's you know 35 percent higher in just two years. That's that's not sustainable. So we'll we're going to see home price appreciation slow. Normal for you know folks out there on Radio Land. Normal price appreciation in Atlanta was about four to six percent per year. So yes, we're moving back closer to what normal is, and it's going to take a while. I don't, you know, worst case, I think that prices may flatten, hmm. but that's not so bad. Either no, since, no, uh, it's not. Prices mm-hmm. have been jumping so much. Yeah, yeah. Well, job numbers are good. So, oh my. God, <laughs> <laughs> that's the amazing part, and that's you know that's why our friends at the Fed keep saying, "Oh, we need to slow things down. It's, everything is too rosy and too good." Uh, what's, what's, I think the um, the unemployment rate is close to three or three and a half percent nationally. Wow! But Atlanta's unemployment rate is like three percent. We yeah. were the second. We had the second lowest unemployment rate in the country here in Atlanta. So the job market's still great. So yeah, that's for sure. That that's what's going to really I think help uh the housing market as well. The fact that the job market's still extremely strong. Yeah, you know, and there's been a few articles that I've read lately that have, you know, alluded to the fact that Atlanta is very well positioned than other, you know, and, and better positioned than other right. markets nationally to kind of survive right. whatever this is. You know, what what are your thoughts on that? Right. Well, um, it really just goes back to um, with the, you know, extremely low unemployment, 3% and all these uh, com- existing companies that are here in Atlanta, they're expanding their base of operations. And then we're still managing to attract uh, new corporate relocations coming to Atlanta because the Atlanta market has so much to offer. It's, it's, right. you know, it's our climate. It's it's our you know proximity to the world's largest airport. You know it, it it has so much to offer. And then look look at all the new people moving into the region as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know I, you look at the growth numbers and they look really good as well, which is another reason why we got to figure out a way how to, to create more housing. So, you know, yeah. construction, let's, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Well, so you think with the job growth and all the new people moving into the area and even with inflation and interest rates going up, you know, it seems like, I mean, what I'm seeing is it seems like people are still willing to buy. Is that what you're seeing as well? Yeah, they are. It's, it's you know, let's, you know, I, I'm, the short answer is yes, people are still buying, even with, when the rates went up to 6% a few weeks ago, it's not like we didn't sell any houses at that point. We were still selling houses. Well, we, the volume of homes uh, declined some 
and, and Carol, I'm gonna tell you something else I looked at when I was when I was crunching numbers recently here, because I did see how we sold fewer houses this year than last year. Uh, but when I drilled all the way down, I found out it was really the very very low end stuff, less than less than two hundred thousand dollars. It took the nosedive, and there's that's just that price point. Unfortunately, almost doesn't exist anymore. So. It's you know the, the moderate price, two fifty to four fifty. You know that I saw nice increases in the total number of homes sold in in those kinds of price ranges. So mm-hmm. you know the that very low price point has unfortunately um, it's, it continues to dry up. And, and I think it will, it's can, doing a disappearing it act. Yeah, it's it it's, is. Yeah, it's it's, it's unfortunate. unfortunate but, yeah, yeah, very that's unfortunate. Right. That's right. Well, what do you see as far as resale versus new? You know, what's going on with that dichotomy? Well, um, you know, when I was rattling off that those month supply numbers being whatever it is, 1.4, 1.8, that's really mostly reflective of resale. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you are going to see some price adjustments mostly on the resale side, because that's where we saw the biggest price jumps. And we right. saw big price jumps in new construction as well. But builders, you know, they're, they're, they're the experts of the housing market. They do a better job pricing their product to begin with mm-hmm. versus on the resale side. I think a lot of agents said, hey, you know, let me, let me put a price out there, $100,000 above what it probably ought to sell. Right. Um, well, in some cases, they're getting it. It's crazy. They did. They did. But, you know, now, today, where we are at this very moment with the higher uh, uh, mortgage rates and, you know, with everyone worrying about the overall economy, um, I don't think you're going to be seeing that 100, 150,000 above ask going forward once again right. we're going to get back to nor- normal <laughs> you know closer to asking price whatever price. that is <laughs> Maybe, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> well you know the yeah. other topic that just you know everybody seems to be on one side mm-hmm. of the fence or the other is build for rent mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. and clearly Ooh. you know oh i know <laughs> clearly it's you know meeting a need in the market but you know why mm-hmm. you know i have my opinion but what's your opinion on why it's so controversial uh, I think it's lack of education, lack of knowledge, and maybe throwing um, everybody into the same bucket when it comes to the um, the, the rental or built to rent market. The our local um, local governments don't truly understand it. They're listening to what their constituents, the people who voted to put them in office, are saying, and 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 a lot of people just think. Rental equals cheap equals not not a good person possibly getting ready to to live and you know live and move by me. But these build the rent communities in general are being are the they're being managed by professional management companies, and the rents are pretty darn high. And you have to uh, you know folks are making sure that you can pay that rent of. Two thousand a month, or twenty five hundred dollars a month, whatever it might be. So these are highly qualified uh, people who just made a decision 
for whatever the reason might be, that they would rather rent instead of buy. And there's, you know, there's some folks out there like that. For one reason, you know, there's not a whole bunch of houses out here to purchase. So some people might right. say, let me rent for a year or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to, you know, in, in addition to Atlanta, we're attracting all these people from out of town, moving here. You, you've got the millennials that are now um, old enough to move out of mom's house and uh, mom and dad's house. So they need a place to stay. They can't find a first-time home buyer, a uh, first-time product that they can purchase. So they're going into the rental market as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, yes, it's controversial, uh, but I don't think it needs to be. I think someone, we all need to do a better job of slowing down and taking a look at what these rental communities uh, are offering. And what they're offering, in my opinion, is the ability to, to move into a new home instead of moving into an apartment. So yeah, more- you can have a yard for the dog. You you know, you have the mm-hmm. social activities. You know, some of these rental communities have amenities that are just as good as the for sale communities. Pretty much every, well, you're absolutely right. I've seen some phenomenal uh, amenity packages being offered in these rental communities. Mm-hmm. So yes, you're absolutely well, right. You know, part of it, I think, is we've got, you know, we've, it's kind of two different sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. here, but you've got the, mm-hmm. the boomers mm-hmm. and the Gen Xs who are empty nesters now who maybe sold the big house yep. and don't really know quite, maybe they're not quite ready to retire. They're not quite ready to move into that 55 plus neighborhood, but, you know, they want to downsize. <laughs> right. and they don't want to, they just don't want to deal with it all. So they're going to rent for a couple of years because they don't want to mow the grass. Right. And then you've got yeah, the, the millennials and the Gen Zs who are, you know, mm-hmm. out there shopping to buy, but maybe they can't find a house where they want to be. Um, and they've got the dog Absolutely. and they don't want to be in an apartment and the dog wants a yard. So, and, and they don't want to commit to, you know, a 30 year mortgage. But, you know, in addition, in addition to that, I've talked to a couple of people who are, you know, six figure income families and they just said, I, I, I you know, I'd rather rent right now mm-hmm. instead of instead of buying a home right now. So it's I get just it. crazy. Yeah, exactly. Well, interesting. Well, I think that we're gonna just continue to see the you know, the build for rent, you know, making the news. And, you know, I think yeah. the unfortunate thing about it is, is that we've got, you know, some dilapidated apartment communities and maybe you've got the, Indeed. you know, one off slumlord here and there and, you know, who's, who's given a bad and, name to rental in general. And, um, you know, absolutely. And I, uh, absolutely. And I, yeah. So we're paying for, you know, those who've gone before, even though I truly believe that, um, you know, we've got some really nice product. We've got you know, great systems in place to keep mm-hmm, that product mm-hmm. clean and pretty. And, you know, um, that's I don't know. right, Carol. So, that's so. right. I think it's here to build a rent or, or new construction homes that you can rent. It, it's a phenomenon that's here to stay. I don't, oh. I don't see it going away. Absolutely. Well, Talk to me for a minute about, you know, who is your perfect client? Who listening to our show today should call you if they need what? Well, uh, once again, I personally work in the residential construction division. So our clients are builders, mm-hmm. you know, and small or large. And so if you need a construction loan or acquisition and de- development loan, we can help you. So just give us a call and uh, give us an opportunity to work with you. You know, a lot of us over here, 
used to be builders ourselves, so we speak the same lingo. So that's that's our ideal client. But you know, listen, you know, like I shared with you, Carol, we do a lot of uh, SBA lending and commercial construction lending as well. So uh, you can give me a call, and I can put you in the contact with the best person to help you. Excellent. Okay. Well, that is helpful. So for all of our listeners who uh, have a business who needs something in banking, give Eugene a call and he'll send you in the right direction. Um, Got it. Anything else you want to share today? Anything that I haven't asked or uh, any other insight on the market or <laughs> insight on quantum before we close? Uh, let's see here. Don't believe the national media channels. Thank goodness we have we have folks like Carol Morgan and and talking to local experts that can tell you the truth on what's going on here uh, in good old Metro Atlanta. And don't forget to give Quantum a, Quantum Bank a call and give us an opportunity to help you with all your various banking. Yeah. So how can they reach you? Phone number, email, website? Where do we find okay. you, Eugene? Well, obviously, the good old World Wide Web, quantumbank.com is the easiest way to reach us. You can give you can call our main number at 770-945-8300 and someone will be happy to put you in contact with the right professional to help you and your needs. Excellent. Well, with that, I'm going to say it's a wrap for this week's Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio's All About Real Estate Edition. I'd like to thank Eugene James of Quantum Bank for joining me in studio today. On behalf of our show sponsor, Denim Marketing, I'm your host, Carol Morgan. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes and give us a positive rating and review. You could follow us on Facebook at Atlanta Real Estate Forum uh, for more Atlanta news or sign up for our newsletter at atlantarealestateforum.com. Um, if you would like to hear all of our podcasts, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify and sign up. If you're interested in being on the show, contact me, Carol, at denimmarketing.com to find out how you can participate. And as always, thank you for listening. I look forward to seeing you right here again for our next episode. <music>